Welcome to the highly caffeinated fitness weigh-in. I'm not even... I'm just getting... I'm just too good at that. <laughs> How are you doing, Shona? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Not bad. How was your weekend? Pretty good, actually. Yeah, I was out going Christmas shopping. I've left it a bit late. <laughs> Although I'm better than you, because I'm pretty sure you're a last-minute man. Yeah, mine's will be Sunday, the 24th. That's not okay. That gives me anxiety. But it's, the thing is, I know what I need, what I need, what I want, what I need to do. To be fair, actually, I'm lying. I've done mine already. Are you kidding? Nope. Mine's all done. In your head, maybe. Have no, you no, no. All, actually, all done. Actually, all, right, all done. Okay. Okay. Actually, all done. Uh, so we're on. We're we actually this year on top of things, which is great. Um, oh God, that's even more concerning. What are you doing for Christmas? Going out to my folks uh, with the kitty winkles, so that'll be good. Um, are you, where are you spending it? Just a quiet one, a mm. quiet one. Like a quiet Christmas, See. Uh, which is always good. Uh, cool, right, we've got a couple of questions and then kind of a bit of a topic, so let's get rattled into this stuff. Um, how often should I change my training? Never! <laughs> never never's probably one of the best answers yeah <laughs> but i think it depends that's it's like how long a piece of string yeah, kind of question exactly. yeah if you're starting to plateau then i would say that's an indication that or a green light to change um but if it's not broken don't fix it if you're still progressing on the current program that you're on then why would you why would you bother changing it and going on to something else yeah i think for yeah. for me i think people make or people flipping and out of training far too quickly. So, like, the basics are the basics for a reason and they should always be there. It's the staple exercises, like yep. squatting, a squat, a, a push pattern, a pull pattern, squat pattern, hinge, you name it. All these different things need to be in your program. If you run on your gym boner, most <laughs> people will try and change their tra training every week, which is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I would, and even then, like I would still work with the same basic exercises long term, and then like kind of manipulate my accessory work. So the big movements will stay part of the pattern, but the sort of smaller exercises that are there around about the it will change. Yeah. So I may change a variation of a bicep curl or an extension for triceps, or I may do a dumbbell fly instead of a cable fly. Yeah. But the, the big ones that will always be there for like lower body is going to be a um, a, a hinge a hinge movement um, or like a push pattern with like a leg press or something like that yeah um, then obviously your upper body pressing position and a pulling position is going to be the main exercises and then the smaller exercises that are around about can be manipulated a bit more often yeah. but get strong keep getting stronger on the main exercises yes strong um, which kind of leads into the second question is like, how do I get strong without bulking up it's nutritional isn't it? it's nutritional this is the whole thing like you look at an athlete you look at athletes or powerlifters or any form of strength athlete that competes at a weight class they are ridiculously strong but they stay within a weight class because they have to so they can compete yeah. and it's all the, 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 the manipulating or the defining factor there is the nutrition yeah. they just work at a lower um, they'll probably be within a in a range of calories that will keep them at maintenance where they hang around some of them still may need to cut a bit of weight before they compete but the majority of them will, will not go too far away from 
the sort of level, the, the weight that they'll compete at. Yeah, I do think nutrition plays such a, a an important role, um, just equally and if not more than the, the training itself, because you need to be either in a deficit, a maintenance, or a surplus in order to get the results that you're after. So. Yeah, and this is this is another kind of one as well that we have that's like the nonsensical question when it especially with females is when it comes to the not wanting to be too bulky mm. like the nonsensical part of this isn't the, the worry of the fact of getting too bulky that's fine you can worry about that stuff but what you need to realize is that if you are in a deficit or you're sitting in like a low range or low end of maintenance the chances of you getting bulky are extremely low like yeah unless you're an a genetic freak and there are not many of them, so don't yeah, count exactly. yourself into that. I think it's one of those ones where you can get extremely strong, and you're going to build some muscle. Like if you want to get yeah. extremely strong, you're going to have to understand that some muscle will be built, and your shape will change. Yeah. But you then need to be in control of your head to understand that and come to terms with that fact. But it's also for the well, I would say, in my personal opinion, it's it's for the better. Oh yeah, I, not I just, say so. Not just physically, but mentally, and yep. visually. Like, there's so many positives of you gaining muscle mass. Oh, and absolutely. And also, we know how we know how difficult it is to gain muscle. Yeah. As a man who has the hormone pattern, better hormone patterns to build muscle than a female. Oh, 100%, so, like, yeah. it's you go into any gym and you look around the gym and you see bunches of wee guys trying to get massive, and none, <laughs> of, them, none of them are massive and they are training probably too much yeah. and eating loads so as a female who just wants to maintain and you're sitting and looking at a lower range of maintenance the chances of you getting too bulky aren't they're genuinely not going to, it's not going to no. it's not going to happen by mistake you would need to increase your calories to push in a deficit or to push in a surplus sorry and then work from that point onwards yeah. so I think worrying about getting too bulky is it's something that we need to try to get that out of people's heads because I think they think that adding a little bit to their biceps is going to make them look bulky that's <laughs> not how this works um, the topic we're going to cover today is one that we're a week away from it's a week today Christmas mental, Christmas Christmas uh, and it's navigating Christmas with my training and nutrition what's yeah. what what's your kind of what are your go-to points for navigating Christmas around training and nutrition um well i mean the, major- the majority of my online clients and in-person clients that i see as well they have been in a deficit for a long period of time up until now yeah um and it's not good for you it's not healthy to stay in a deficit long term you need to have phases and points of you know your fitness and health where you come out of a deficit and go up into a maintenance or even a surplus for your health so I encourage my clients you know to push hard right up until Christmas and then take your foot off the gas allow your body to recover um, both physically and mentally during the Christmas period why would you not just incorporate the Christmas into that sort of deload week um, and refuel so I think it's framing that mindset that it's a positive thing to go up into a maintenance and eat more and allow your body to um, eat all the foodie goodies 
<laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think it's it's one of those ones. It's it's a very difficult time of year to navigate in the best of times. It is because you've got obviously stress of family, stress of buying presents. You've got stress of huge amounts of food yeah. all over the place. That's much cheaper than normal, and you want to have Christmas Day and enjoy it. If you can honestly tell people that you're going to stick stick to your diet on Christmas Day, fire on happy days. Good luck to you. Like that's not anybody else's opinion apart from yours but navigating Christmas for the majority of people will look at increasing calories exactly as Sean has already mentioned up and towards maintenance maybe yeah. the higher end of maintenance maybe into a slight surplus but you keep that under wraps for a couple of days yeah two or three days maybe two days Christmas day boxing day back to basics on the 27th back to business like the, the reason that the majority of people gain like on a stone over Christmas isn't because of Christmas Day and Boxing Day it's because they started on the 22nd or in fact they start on the 16th of December <laughs> and they eat like an absolute nugget until the 5th of January yeah. when they go back to work which is the base the, the main part of a month that you've been eating like an absolute dipshit yeah. like keep it tight there's no reason why you have to go off track th- between Christmas and New Year no. or up into Christmas yeah, you might have a social occasion. Plan it in. Eat a little bit more on that social occasion. Back to base, back to business again the next day. Take that up into Christmas Eve. A couple of drinks at night time. Christmas yeah. Day is going to be bigger eating. Boxing Day is normally a bigger day food-wise as well. Yeah. 27th, you're back to it again. Like, we're not saying that you need to go to the gym on Christmas Day or you need to go and go for a run on Christmas Day or get exercise in keep your steps up like I love getting out on Christmas day for a walk in the morning A I've got to walk the dog anyway but getting out getting some fresh air getting my head away from everything else because Christmas is a busy time of people and you need time away to like let your your thoughts settle down and to have a bit of quiet time yeah absolutely but yeah I mean it's it's personal preference really some yeah. people will want to go overboard when it comes to food at Christmas time just because it's there and they can. Yeah. Other people like to cut back slightly and not overindulge. And it depends at the end of the day what's going to make you happier. Yeah. The values and your goals at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people I think a lot of people think that start to feel guilty that they overeat at Christmas, but then a lot of people feel guilty that they're not eating at Christmas. So you just need to find what works for you. Yeah. Like there's no reason why your goals can't be paused over the festive period like yeah. you can pause a fat loss goal for a week for seven days yeah like exactly quite easily and it gives you a little bit of headspace. you may need a bit of a psychological break from a diet like these things work in quite nicely and actually it's quite a nice thing yeah. to put it in as well well um, yeah exactly which is which is one of these ones like it's a pause it's not a cancellation like you're pausing up you can pause goals whenever you want if you're going on holiday you can pause a goal for seven days if you go away go on holiday and you're back to your chasing the goals or the gains afterwards like it doesn't just because something like a social occasion or something like this pops up doesn't mean that it completely cancels and negates everything that you've done up until that point yeah I think that's the problem isn't it there's this sort of guilt that comes or sinks into people that they're going to undo everything that they've done yeah and that's where the fuck it comes from yeah it's the same thing as like when you have somebody who maybe overeats maybe at a meal they overeat and then they just go fuck it I've ruined it I've ruined yeah, it all I'm just going to just and then they eat 6,000 calories in the space of like 10 minutes like I don't know if that's possible actually <laughs> 10 minutes. but um, 
they they just hit the fuck it button and that's yep. it. They panic. They just do it rather than just going, okay, there was a slip up, overshot, draw a line under it, get back to business. And I think that's what we that's we will see that regularly, not just at Christmas time, but yep. all the way through because people are very. The, it's the guilt side of things for me is if you guilt if you start putting guilt on yourself all that happens is it makes you feel worse and you're probably more likely to overeat again yeah so I mean let's not forget how much it actually takes to gain a pound of body fat like you need to have in excess of 3,500 on top of your metabolic rate so yep. if you took me for example I'd probably burn an average of around 1,600 maybe I need to have in excess of like 5,000 oh here's my maths 5,200 that's not right for a uh, <laughs> 5-1 five, 5-1 one. Five, one. Oh, right. yeah but I need to have an excess of that every day to gain a pound of body fat and a pound of body fat really isn't actually that much it's a good poo <laughs> but it's true it's true and I think that's the, that's the kind of thing that people oh I've over yeah. I, I ate too many M&M's like <laughs> I'm just going to throw it all away and just go and eat everything now yeah. no 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 no. that's not how this works it's the same at Christmas you may overeat over Christmas day and Boxing Day but why does that then it doesn't need to translate or that the 27th comes and you keep doing that like, yeah exactly pull yourself back in and again a lot of it's about just adult in your decisions and adult in your choices like you can either be the inner child and eat like a dick for the next two weeks yeah and then you're potentially going to undo some of the work that you've done yeah or adult yourself pull your finger out your arse get back to business like as harsh as that sounds it's basically how it works yeah, like we need to. Sometimes we need to call ourselves out and fucking go. By the way, that was stupid. What I just did. Let's get back to business. We're back on track, and we're off after it again. Yeah, I mean, I always say to my clients, you know, let's look at the positives of what going into a maintenance or a surplus does to the body. Because if you can look at it from a positive mindset, then actually you're more inclined to embrace it and be present at it. So yeah. there's things like you're going to be replenishing your glycogen stores because if you've been in a deficit for so long you're depleting your glycogen stores which means you're going to be low in energy Um, and if we spike those then you're going to feel a lot more energetic you're going to get muscle repair and growth enhancement you're going to improve your hormonal balance as well so that's things like your ghrelin hormone yeah it's your appetite suppressing hormones and hunger hormones isn't it Um, you actually boost your immune function as well because when you're in a deficit so long you're actually reducing your depending on the food content that you're having hopefully it is uh, rich in vitamins and minerals and things but um when you're in a deficit for so long your immune system is actually lowered slightly so if you're going up to maintenance you're going to improve your immune function which is good at this time of year when there's so many bugs flying about Um, and you're going to improve your mental and emotional well-being as well because let's be honest how depressing is it if you're in a deficit for a long period of time? Yeah. And then also, <laughs> the thing is, like, you can look at it from that. Like, if you've been in a deficit for a long period of time, it's pretty pretty shit. But then throw on the emotional rollercoaster that is Christmas. Yeah. Like, Christmas is a time that's supposed to be happy and fun and stuff, but for a lot of people, it's pretty fucking shit. Like, yeah. a lot of people, it's very good. But at the same point, it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster, whether it's good or bad. Like, you've got... Kind of hundreds of people around you at all times, yeah, which, is, which is overwhelming in itself. Yeah, um, you know, you've got can shed loads of food that's being basically flung at you, yeah, and you're expected to eat it because eat it's it. Christmas. So, <laughs> like these things all kick in, but as you, you know, it's definitely something that you need to you need to make yourself aware of, and you do need to take it attack it positively. 
Like yeah. it's a positive mental attitude. PMA. I mean, it's it, it's really all about managing your expectations. Really, if you go in with a mindset you can eat everything for a week to two weeks and not gain anything, then you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. Like, and that's our job as a personal trainer or coach as well to say to you the harsh reality is. You can have a few off days, but if you still want to work towards your goals and progress, you have to get back on track again. Yeah, that's it. You can do, you'd have two weeks eating like an absolute donut, but you're going to have to unfortunately reap the rewards of that at yeah. the end of the two weeks. Damage control. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> and that's it. A lot of it is about, it's about creating your, creating your surroundings, but also taking ownership of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you... If you eat like a dick for two weeks and then start whining that you've put on weight, well, I'm sorry, but that's... What did you expect? Yeah. Like, did you expect to lose? Did you expect to stay on a fat loss goal when you were eating like an absolute helmet for two weeks? (laughs) That's just... That's plain and simple. That's not even... That's... You should understand that and know that yourself. Yeah. What did you expect? Did you expect it to miraculously all fall off? No, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) That's unfortunately not how life works. That's how it works. Well, that's just done. A Christmas episode... (laughs) <laughs> um, I look forward to the January episode. The January episode. <laughs> everybody's fucking depressed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Depressed, <laughs> shit weather. The January blues. It's manky. Uh, to be fair, I actually love this time of year. It's my favourite. I know you hate it, but no, I'm, I'm a summer bunny. I love the cold. I love the snow. I love everything about shite weather. No, I am proper Scottish. You uh, are. Yeah. I, I, no, it's not for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, as per always, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get us on Instagram. You are Shred with Shona. Ding dong. Uh, I am Andy underscore ESG Fitness, and the podcast is highly underscore caffeinated underscore FWI. Give us a rating. Give us a um, a rating on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Apple. There are the three. Uh, it means that we're more, the algorithm makes us show up more. Uh, but apart from that, have a great Christmas. Enjoy. Ciao.